I call the race engineer the uh, clipboard holding tire pressure managing <laughs> babysitter. <laughs> oh, I can't write all that. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Track Limits presented by Formula Addict. I'm your host, Swish. I am joined by my co-hosts, Henny and Mikey today. And today we have a very, very special guest. Blake Hinsey, a.k.a. Break, is in the house. Ooh, welcome. Let's go. Oh Let's go. That, was, that was a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready for it. Yeah. Come on. How you do though, otherwise? I'm great. Yeah? I'm great. Easy trip into London this morning. Love that. Uh, nice. Yeah. My cat's okay. Yes. No delays on the trains too much. So uh, we made Great. it. And is this like a holiday season kind of for you as well? Like during the off season? It's yeah? weird. Yeah. It's weird. I, on one hand, I know exactly what the guys and gals are going through. <laughs> like the seasons are super chaotic and intense and packed and you don't mm -hmm. get a break. And then as soon as the season's over, I'm like, can we have some more races? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like <laughs> itching for it. So Yeah. I love that. It's, it, but it's, it's very much that kind of like awkward mm -hmm. season. Like, what kind of content do we do? What do people want to talk about? Yep. The, the overall interest in F1 has dropped a little bit, but mm -hmm. that's where we fill the gaps for stuff. Oh, the like passion talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get more people excited about it. 100%. Well, we are going to be talking a lot about it throughout yeah. the kind of the next hour. You know, our, our interviews are broken down into three sections. Q1, Q2, Q3, Q1. We go over racing-related questions. I'm not going to get knocked out in Q1. Yeah. I, I, don't I, don't I don't know. We'll see. We we'll we'll actually give you a ranking at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> You imagine it's like, oh, interview over, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we can't progress. Yeah. Q2, we'll talk about you as a professional. I think there's so much to unpack there, given the fact that you've lived, you know, so many different occupations. And mm -hmm. I think something that we can really dive into there. And then Q3 is our favorite section, the rapid fire round. Okay. We're going to give okay. you a bunch yeah. of questions and you have to give us the most rapid answers, hopefully full of fun. So I got a couple yeah. sets of super softs. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Let's we expect go. purple sectors. Yeah, all exactly. All right. Gonna, I'll, so, I'll keep the fuel tight. So are, maybe, are you, nice. <laughs> we'll see. Are you ready for Q1? Yeah, let's go. You ready? Bring Perfect. All right. First question we ask every I need guest. I to go to the bathroom though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was always doing Q1. Like, oh, we're, we're already yellow. <laughs> what are you, Charles? <laughs> I got to take a peek. First question though, you know, summarize your career in 30 seconds. I know it's tough, but just this, try. This is super easy. So yeah. it, it goes, no clue what I want to do. Yep. Formula essay in the US. Mm -hmm. uh, UK University for motorsport master's degree. Vehicle dynamics for very short spell. Trackside performance engineer for six years. Simulator performance engineer for four years, uh, and then probably the worst decision of my life to <laughs> quit Formula One to be a content creator. Wow. That's probably less that than honestly right there. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah. 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 that was good. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. good. Yeah. I, was, I, was yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I think the cool thing about it is throughout your entire career, like I said, you've lived these various occupations. So I guess for me, one of the first questions I had is like, has your day-to-day -day life drastically changed in the last, let's say, five to 10 years as a professional? Like, do you feel like you're now in a, in a very different place in terms of your day-to-day -day life oh, than yeah. you were like five, 10 years ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. the best way to sum that up is going from trackside performance engineer. Mm -hmm. And back in 2000s, I was there 2012 to 2016 at Force mm -hmm. India and Red Bull as trackside performance engineer. Mm -hmm. So that means going to all the events, working closely with the driver and race engineer. Mm -hmm. But that was, you know, every other day you, you're working, you're done at the race on Sunday, you're back in the office Monday morning. You know, you land at one o'clock and it's like, okay, maybe I'll rock up at 10 o'clock in the morning. But it's like nonstop. Mm -hmm. um, it's intense. It's yeah. intense. Yeah. And then that, along with that goes, you, I know I go home to America in August during mm -hmm. shutdown to see my family. Yep. Um, keeping a relationship was was doable as long as the partner bought into it, you right. know, and that, and that a lot of everybody's doing that. Mm. 
so you go from that where it's like, you know, 20 events a year, a couple of tests, you know, and if, as a performance engineer, I'd often run the car at tests as well. So I'm going from Barcelona race to staying out. Everybody else goes home. Well, all the other, a lot of the other engineers go home and I'm staying yeah. out running the car. Yep. Um, then you go from that to being a factory engineer as a simulator performance. So the only weird part, you know, it was roughly, a, it's never nine to five in F1, let's be yeah. honest. It's yeah. never nine to five. But, right. you know, it was, it was like kind of like eight o'clock in the morning until six, seven o'clock sometimes. And then maybe the odd Friday night doing race support, which was part of my job there. Wow. And then I got my weekends back to do hobbies and all the things I want to do, right. like cycling, climbing, mm -hmm. making beer, playing video games, all that stuff, which, <laughs> you know, the stuff that you enjoy yeah. that goes on the back burner because the, the dream job comes up. Yep. Then you do the dream job for six years. Like, all right, I'm going to step back and get some of that personal life back. Mm. And then the, the 180 degree turn from that was going from simulator performance engineering to content creation. And it's like, throwing everything out that I've learned, yeah. everything out that I knew. And I'm like, I'm in this most uncomfortable place yeah. where it's yeah. like, where I was basically on the, I was tired of F1. Right. So I was like, I want to take a break. Right. I've done it for 10 years. I don't feel like, I don't want to be a race engineer. Yep. I don't want to be a technical director. Mm. And there was probably, depending on the team, two levels between me and that position. So I was like, let's do something different. And if it messes up, I can come back into the sport. Like I've yeah. got enough experience. I've got enough knowledge. Mm. I might, soften a bit technically but I, I, I can get that back right yeah right yeah so let's let's take you back to your engineering yeah, days yeah. i know uh what was it like during the pit wall i think a lot of people don't understand what the yeah. what that like how yeah. that works mm -hmm. so at the track you've got all these people and the most visible people are the pit wall mm -hmm. of course you know you see you know you see christian you see the race engineers you see the strategists mm -hmm. on the pit wall you know having these Tense conversations on the intercoms, big headsets, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a menacing like turnaround and watching. Yeah. The car the you just need to look a fear in yeah, your face. Exactly. Like, oh, no. what just happened? Or you know, you see, you know, Toto, you know, team principal, he's in the garage. Mm -hmm. So teams have a couple different things. So there's so many people behind the scenes that you don't see as well. And that was kind of where I lived as well. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the hierarchy on the pit wall, you've got the team boss who is basically saying yes or no to key decisions. You've got the race engineer who are in charge of the operation of the car. They're mm -hmm. communicating with the driver. Yep. They're communicating with the people on the other side of the pit wall. So the driver only hears one voice only, maybe sometimes two. Like for example, I would talk to the driver sometimes to give him very specific information when he was back in the garage. But when he's on the track, most teams have right. one point of contact. Back in the day, McLaren even had a communicator. Wow. Whoa. So the race engineer would talk to the communicator and the communicator would Relay. talk to the driver. Wow. And I was like, it's like telephone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine like, what we get lost in simulation? No, don't stop. You, yeah. you want me to no? Uh, oh. so, so that was Ferrari last year. I respect that. Yeah. 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 It was a bold move. Ferrari, Ferrari fans also respect that. Yeah. But they're crying. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, so this podcast is now dead. You've got you've got all these dynamics of people, and one of the one of the crazy like Performance engineers are kind of in the middle of a lot of stuff because we're looking at brakes, tires, driver performance at detail that the race engineer can't do because the race engineer mm -hmm. is watching uh, timing gaps, looking at tire performance, uh, talking to the strategists, all the stuff back and forth. Right. Uh, and then you've got control systems engineers. You've got uh, other systems engineers. So the control mm -hmm. systems engineer is often the person that does race starts. So they're looking after the clutch settings, but they're also mm -hmm. looking after hydraulics, gearbox performance, you know, we hear them come on the radio, fail something. Mm -hmm. yep. That's either an engine systems engineer or a control systems engineer saying, mm -hmm. this sensor subsystem is not happy. We need to enable this mode so that you put the, into a fail safe state. Yeah. Right. And 
and then there's that, and there's all the mechanics, and there's marketing, catering, but like focusing on the pit wall, you've really got that. You've got driver, then you've got race engineer talking to the driver, then the race engineer talking to performance controls, mm. strategy. The team boss is you know overarching, making sure it's like you know if there's a controversial decision, like do we let Max pass? Do we do we tell him to hold position or whatever else? Yeah. He's like, tell him. You know, that's the kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's the kind of thing that you need, like, that person that yep. controls that level. And you're not having a strategist clapping back. Yeah. Right. And saying, I don't think that's the right decision. It's not a conversation. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. It, it depends, it depends yeah. on the team, probably. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the teams I was at, um, when I was at Force India, the, the chief race engineer was kind of at that level. Mm. And you know, if there was something like, hey, do we want to retire the car? They'd ask VJ. It's like, right. big Vij, are we going to park this thing and not run out of the points? And he's like... <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, like that that's really the pit wall. And there's a yeah. lot of stuff that you you know, you see race engineer, team principal, and strategist, yeah. but there's like behind the scenes, depending on how they're situated, there's probably six other people per car wow. involved in those conversation yeah. loops. And there's some people like control system engineers, mm. if you don't hear from them the entire race, that's a good thing. They've yeah. done a yeah, it's a great thing. Wow. Yeah, 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 exactly. So there's, yeah. there's there's a lot of jobs that are kind of unsung. Right. And like if you never hear, if you don't know that person's there, yeah. they're winning. It's like, hey, I'd like a raise. And I was like, what do you do again? Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting take. But from, let's say, from performance, you went from, I see, I looked at your LinkedIn. You went from performance engineer from Force India. Then you went simulator engineer, then a senior simulator engineer. Like, so it was, it was performance engineer at Force India, then performance engineer at Red Bull. Mm -hmm. Then I went back from performance engineer at the track to simulator performance. So like my, my I was at Force India for eight months before I got a job track side. And I was, I didn't know what I was doing, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were just winging? No, no, I had to. Yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah. A, a position came up, and I was kind of like, Force India was a small team, which is yeah, now yeah. Aston Martin. Yep. And they went through a couple of incarnations since then, and they had a couple of very dubious incarnations yeah. before that, <laughs> but all the way back to Jordan. Yeah. But, yeah, um, and Checo, didn't they, at the time? Yeah, so yeah. I worked with Duresta and Checo at Force India. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, like, I went straight into the deep end. I had no idea what I was doing for the first year. Were you terrified? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, it's like... But you, were you cam on the outside, but yeah, 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 internally yeah, but terrified? I, I, I lost my stuff a couple... Like, oh. like yeah, I'm sure there's a couple of other points for embarrassing me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We'll get to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll read the list. <laughs> <laughs> the That's question. what we're here for. Yeah, Give yeah, us yeah, the, the dirt. Yeah. No, but it, was, it, was, it was really weird going from like, hey, we need a performance engineer. There's Magello test next week. Um, the other guy left. Short notice, something happened. Mm. Do you want the job? And, you know, f three months ago, I've been in Force Center for five <clears> months, <throat> out of university. I was 25, 26. I talked to the chief race agent. Like, hey, I'd like to go trackside one day. He's like, get in line. Right. I was like, oh. wow. because it's like it's a it's a relatively cub. Everybody, you know, you, you, the first question you guys ask the pit bull, yeah, the trackside, yeah, the forward yeah. facing, you know, being in the action. Yeah. That's that's what a lot of people see. And it's like I I knew I wanted to do that. Mm. So I was like okay, I want to be a performance engineer at the track. It seems like a great job. You know, it's all super technical, really nerdy. It's not super operational like the race engineer. You know, you're not, I call the race, <laughs> I call the race engineer the uh, clipboard holding tire pressure managing babysitter. <laughs> oh, I can't write all that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, that's that's definitely a, a piss take. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, because, yeah. you know, you hear the race engineers that have it locked in on the radio. Mm -hmm. GP is a really good example. Mm, Max's yeah. race engineer is just like, yeah. Get your head down, lock it in. And these, this kid's coming at you like fuming. Yeah. He's yeah. raging sometimes. Yeah. The passion yeah. is there. Yeah. And the race yeah. is just like, no, nah, here's what we're doing. And he's yeah. like, okay, I get it. They so. kind of feel like a therapist sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's 
that's perfect. Actually, yeah. it's like the, yeah. the perfect combination of a punching bag, yeah. a therapist, and a yeah, and a strategist. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. A mental coach. Yeah, some 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 drivers have their own person that, that they work with on that. Other physio right. might be you know like their right. their mental sounding board. Yeah. But uh, yeah, right. and even even in the past, you did mention that you had a great relationship with uh, JP and Max. Yeah, yeah. And how, you know how was that building a championship car and a team? And working very closely with them. Well, by the time they got to championships, yeah. I was already out of the picture of their little trio, or, you uh, know, the okay. car crew. Yeah. But seeing that building up, I think it was, I think back in the day, it was pretty clear because, you know, I worked with GP my entire trackside career. So for Cyndia, mm-hmm. we left to Red Bull at the same time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, oh. I thought I was working with uh, Sebastian Fettel and Rocky. Right, yeah. right, right. I was like, yeah, right. so excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, uh, hey, mate, I'm going to work with you. And he was so like, hesitant no. to tell me that. But I was, I was super excited because yeah. I had a really good working relationship with him. And it was, uh, mm. it was good. But in terms of like, could you see that something good was going to happen? Yeah, yeah, definitely. How good was it going to be? And, to, you know, I, my last… My last full season was 2016. Mm-hmm. So that was when Max was still super fast, but mm-hmm. very unrefined. You know, he's mm-hmm. finding the limits very quickly, uh, you know, not making too many friends along the way, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. But it's like… <laughs> he's pushing the boundaries. Yeah, you look, yeah. you look at a lot of those people and they're so single-minded and cutthroat. Right. It's going to be impossible for them to fail when you can see that they've also got a fairly decent helping of raw talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because you see some people, it's like, it's it's a combination of raw talent and then graft to build on those skills. Mm. And his raw talent was very high, a lot higher than mm. a lot of the people we'd seen come in. Super young, but you're gonna crack some eggs. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. crack some. Yeah. So and then now you've got him, albeit you know, uh, 2021, lots of clashes with Lewis, and, mm. I, and that was two people unyielding. Yep. And it was two mammoths. You know the the. Yep. Seven time, the big man yeah. who's yeah. been established, you mm. know who he is. It's right? beautiful to watch, though. Yeah, like, it, was, it was insane. One, one of the yeah. best seasons. Yeah, and yeah. If, you, if you take yourself, if you turn off Twitter for a week yeah. and observe yeah, yeah, yeah. it, and oh, you're just God. like, holy crap, like we're witnessing something awesome. History. Yeah. And I, I'm going to turn off Twitter this year, I think, because if, if, if Lewis and Max are back fighting in and they're not oh. yielding, it's going to be an absolute mess. But yeah. for me personally, to watch that and, and respecting what's happening, it's going to be something super oh, cool yeah. to witness. Hopefully they come back. But back to the point of like, I could see, you could see that there was something there. Was it mm-hmm. going to be a great, were, were the Red Bull team going to be able to put together a car that could compete? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, because we had all sorts of unreliability issues with the engine some points and sometimes the car just wasn't there. Right. Mercedes were just fast. They were. They so were just fast. reliable. <laughs> yeah. that, that was there. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, is, is Ferrari going to be in the mix? And they've been like on this, this, yeah. Just on the edge, there, thereabouts, mm. there, thereabouts. This year, the, last year, they were close, yep. and they fell away a lot after the summer break. Mm. But uh, it's like if if Max has the raw talent, the team have all the things operationally. They're good. They right. don't make too many strategy mess ups. You know, like they're they're fairly consistent. Their strategy is good. Yeah, yeah. plus they have momentum now as well. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're locked yeah. in. They seem on a roll. Yeah. Yeah. They they seem like they're on a roll. But at the end of the day, there's so many external factors that can put you out. Imagine, yeah. for example, their car philosophy was massively hampered by the regulations and the floor changes. Oh, and, yes. You know, and that looks like, you know, spe- we can only speculate yeah. right. that that's what hit Ferrari took a hit on after the break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, you never know. Like, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of things that are outside of the control. But yeah. for yeah. sure, uh, Max looks pretty consistent. Yeah. 
the car looks super strong mm. yeah. and you have all these things come together and they make all the right calls from a philosophy point of view. Yeah. Max gets on with that car. And even that sometimes when Max didn't get on with the car, Checo got on with really yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You see these two extremes of preference yeah. for the most part. And uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I was going to say, you know, you've also worked with Checo. What would you think Checo needs to do this upcoming season that will help him, you know, close a gap between Max? I know Max has crazy raw talent, but yeah. they're giving him almost the same kind of car and he's not showing yet what I, his I potential think- is. I think one of the things is confidence in the car and being able to drive a relatively unstable car. And yeah. that's one thing mm. that you, you, you tend to see Max do quite well is he, his tolerance to instability and being able to get all the way up to the limit without stepping over it. Because as soon as you yeah. step over it, you lose lap time. And then it hurts your confidence. Then you go yeah, backwards back. and backwards and yeah. backwards. Um, I really don't know. I think a lot of people will lean into that. Oh, they need to do this or that. But at the end of the day, I think probably... Checo will have to get more comfortable driving a more nervous car or a less stable car mm-hmm. because yep. the closer you can get to that, right. the faster you can go. Yeah. A, a, an understeer car is rarely a fast car. Right. You yeah, know, I heard that. Right. Someone yeah. recently posted about that. Yeah, so, yeah an, understeer, an understeer car is, is a comfortable car to drive. It might be annoying because you can't turn the car into the corner. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a safe car to drive. But like, let's let's put it in perspective. Like these guys are like, Here's the, you know, casuals, yep. dorks like me. Yep. You know, it's like, here's where I'm comfortable driving. These guys are way up here. Yeah. Yeah. Different and we're, we're talking about the difference between all the way up here and, you know, two millimeters beyond that. And that's the level of, let's put yeah. the entire grid in that window, realistically, yeah. from front to back, you know. It's, it's got to be so tough for Checo as well, because, like, even right now, we're talking about it. We're referring Checo to Max. Yeah. Like, yeah. Max is, he's just so stable right now. So, like, you got to feel the pressure for Checo because yeah. he's mm-hmm. been referred to. Yeah. By Max, who's two-time world champion now. It's it's one of the most difficult measuring sticks. And I think that we're seeing that also with George and Lewis. But, Mm. you know, when George filled in in Bahrain the other year, and you're like, who's going to win the race? That was insane. That was was emotional. I saw that. I had a tear in my eye. But then then you see that, and and George is, you know, Lewis, this was not his year. He was not enjoying it, not happy with the car, all sorts of other things going on in the background, off Mm -hmm. the back of 2021. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's a very difficult measuring stick. And if he can can stay close or sometimes outperform, given the circumstances, we're making a monster right now. (laughs) We're going to see a monster. And on Twitter, you always hear even like a lot of people who are Checo fans are always like, well, Red Bull's building this car ideally to suit how Max drives and not necessarily how how Checo drives. Like, what do you think of that? Like being already… Is that true? Is that true? (laughs) Being behind the scenes, is that actually the agenda of some of these companies? No, I think… I'll tell you, that is a 100% shit take. Right. It's the the stupidest take I've ever heard. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're making the car as fast. Are there were there instances potentially, and I don't know because I don't pay attention to like when you get new bodywork releases. Yeah. Was there an instance when Max had preferential bits on the car? Probably. You know, if they've only got limited budget, like right, we can roll out this floor or mm-hmm. this front wing, this race, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time in the last six years that I've seen a front wing worth three tenths of a second. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just yeah. realistically, yeah. like, and that's yeah. that's not being sarcastic. I don't remember yeah. the last yeah. time I've seen. When you roll out a front wing, it's like, ah, it's, it's a little bit different. And it maybe feels a little bit like this. And you're on used tires and the winds change and all this other stuff. It's, it's nuance. Mm. It's nuance. And like, does that, if you stack up all these nuances, can you put a driver in a happier window than a driver that has a different preference? Yes. Mm. 100%. Yeah. Right. yeah. But the, are they developing the car for Max specifically? No. Yeah. Right. Are they developing the car? They've made, first of all, a car which is 
huge operating window. It's happy in a lot of conditions. Mm. It goes very well on a lot of tracks. And it's pretty quick in a straight line, which mm. has never been the Red quickest Bull. in a straight line, yeah. isn't it? One of the quickest. Williams yeah. Williams were taking a lot of wing off at the end of the season. Oh, were they were they? pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they were like, they were still, you know, the competitive order didn't change. They were yeah. still further towards <clears> the back. And gotcha. that was just like them optimizing the package they had for racing. Right. But that's a that's an interesting narrative. And I don't think you'll see too many people that know what they're talking about saying right. that, oh, they're definitely developing this car for Max. Yeah. Hmm. And that's one of those times where you yeah. see that narrative all the time. Yeah. It's, it's really frustrating. It's like, no, that's not, that's it. also, not how it works. Fundamentally, the team also wants to win a constructors, constructors too, yeah. right? Like yeah, they yeah. want to like have boat drivers perform well. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, it can't be true that yeah. like, you know, yeah. your people. The verdict are, is in. It's yeah. yeah. Confirmed now. <laughs> yeah. But like for the for the most part, it's like, and we're talking about balance and stability and everything yeah. else. For the most part, you put as much performance in a window that you can. Mm -hmm. And then you have a bunch of tools to shift that, mm -hmm. you know, globally balance, high speed to low speed, turn in sharpness and all that stuff. You have all those tools. Like every team has all of those tools. Mm. Most of it comes down to the fundamental characteristics of the package. And that's how the car behaves with crosswind, how the front grip builds up, how the rear grip builds up, the compliances, the front and rear suspension, and all these super nuanced things. Mm -hmm. And you stack all these things up. Can you build a car that a driver hates? Look at what happened to Daniel this year. Right. I was just going to say, like, everyone was comparing, like, oh, yeah. building a car suit for Lando or not, but, like... <laughs> or they just screwed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just and Lando car. was able to get on with it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no, the Daniel hasn't gone to be like a half second no. off the pace driver. Yeah, Daniel's not a scrub. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Like for for your look as an engineer, like forget the the vehicle, the machinery. Like if you just look at driver performance, like how would you how would you rate Daniel? Because like he is one of the greats, but he just he wasn't there last year. Like I think it's I think, tough to see. Like I'm a big Daniel fan. I'm a big Daniel fan. Yeah. I like him. We I think he, I think he's yeah. the, he's the hero amongst like everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's such a good character. <sighs> It sucked seeing him not smiling so much this uh, year. Yeah, he was sad. down. No shoeies, like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anybody that drinks out of a shoe that was a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. You should be locked up for that. We got to see if uh, Oscar or Piastri will like inherit that Australian like oh, shoe. That, that would be pretty yeah. sick. He I should. should. He should. Um, Dan, like Daniel's going to be fine. Like, will mm. he be back in the sport as a full time driver? I don't know. But Any like, possibility. Look at Nico coming back to Haas. Like, there's definitely a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I yeah, so weird. don't know how much he's going to enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That dude's almost that my age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to get out of there. Yeah. He needs to get out of there. That's okay. Fair. And on that subject then, let's uh, let's slightly move on here. Like, uh, So how was your transition then from like an engineer? Yeah. So you moved away from that background and now you're a full-time content creator. Yeah. It was super weird. So… I had basically gotten to the point where I was like, <clears throat> I've done Formula One for 10 years. I did six years at the track. I got to work with some of the best engineers and drivers. I went back to the factory. And I just felt like too much of it was like, the track is a very rinse repeat environment, right? Yeah. Mm. And I went back to the factory and did that for four years as a simulated performance engineer, helping develop um, the cars and on a longer term scale. And also doing some projects that help improve tools and systems. So they're super technically stimulating. But the main problem and the thing that, put me off of it is uh, teams and companies want you to do the same thing mm. because you're if you're good at those things you need to stay doing those things they don't want mm. you to get ex experience elsewhere no, it's not really that but it's just like what's the most efficient way they're engineers yeah. you know so yeah. they're optimizing uh that and i was like you know what I, I have some other things i'd like to do and i 
weirdly enough, during COVID, I started playing Warzone a lot. And I think a lot of you guys. Yeah, yeah, we, we were all guys yeah. like, yeah. We all game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gulag game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we would all lose in the gulag. Yeah. I can tell you that. Oh, God. Don't remind it's the worst us. when one person gets through and the whole squad, squad doesn't yeah. get through. And but you yeah. have to watch. <laughs> and wait. I played Warzone too. I don't want to talk oh, yeah. about it. I don't even want to talk about the two. The original was the OG. Yeah, exactly. Gulag showers. But like, so I started doing that during COVID. I started. My girlfriend got me into watching Twitch. We were watching Fortnite streamers. And yeah, I was oh, like, wow. Fortnite's super awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Fortnite. But like, I was like, I started making Warzone content, like videos, just like really short stuff, not really thinking much of it. Started doing, you know, I don't use social media at all. Yeah. And then, then I started like posting my clips on this and that. I was like, two years later, I had a pretty comfortable like secondary income. Like mm. it wasn't going to pay my mortgage, but it was like kind of close. Mm -hmm. I was like, well… I've done this for 10 years. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. And I feel like I'm getting a lot of reward because the learning curve of this is so steep. You know, when you do a yep. new, when you take on a new challenge and the learning curve is like that. And that's been probably the thing that had me the most excited about Formula One was the learning curve, going tracks, like not having a clue. Mm -hmm. And this is a vertical wall that I'm having to figure out mm -hmm. and climb. And, you know, I had I had some people around me that helped support me and bring me up and inform me and show me the ropes. But I missed that. And I hadn't had that in a long time. And there were a lot of topics where I felt like I'm not an expert, mm. but I'm not learning as much as quickly as I'd like to. So why don't we do something stupid and quit our job and go <laughs> do streaming and gaming content? Yeah. And then it hit me. I was like, you know, the, the people like to come to a certain streamer or content creator because they're either super entertaining, they're super insane in mm -hmm. whatever their craft is, their game or whatever, or their discussion points, or they've got a unique selling point. I was like... I'm just some other kid playing Warzone. Realistically, mm -hmm. I'm just some other kid playing Warzone. It's super fun. Mm -hmm. But if I double my input into that, it doesn't double the output, you know, right. in, terms gotcha. of, in terms of how much revenue I'm able to generate. So I was like, what do, what do I know a lot about that I like? Formula One. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, why don't I start making Formula One content? Mm -hmm. So I started talking about F1 stuff on Twitch and people were like, yeah, you know, it's a lot. You were there was nobody in that space. So like yeah. that started building and building and building. And then I finally leaned into YouTube mm -hmm. uh, on break F1. And it's just like, it's starting to make sense. Now, right. Where it's like right. streams at the end of last season were growing and growing and growing, like almost to the point of hitting a thousand max viewers without any raids or anything. So I'm like, wow. okay, yeah, like this is not the stupidest thing, but Gaming alone is difficult. Yeah, if, really if, is. if you're super twisted, super engaging, something super unique, or you're willing to grind it for years. a lot of hours. Yeah, <laughs> years. Yeah. You know, perfecting your craft in terms of content streaming, all that stuff. So and luck too, right? You yeah. pick, you pick the right game, game and yeah. it pops off at that or moment. Or like what's popular in the moment. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. the strategy and all that. So all that stuff was like it was, as a learning curve was super interesting, and that mm -hmm. kind of took my attention. But I was like, I'm still doing a lot of what I used to do. Um, in terms of like performance analysis, because we have a lot of data available from the fast F1 API. So nice. it's super simplified data set, but I can still look at a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And with context and some insight and experience, I can make pretty strong speculations gotcha. on, a, on a technical basis about what's happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So not, not so much like just vibes, but it's like, mm -hmm. no, right. I, this no. looks like this. And yeah. I've had a couple messages from, from people. It's like, how did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they're, cause like they're in the know. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Who told you that? Who's like, no, was, leaking information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a rough guess. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And it's like, some of them, some of them have been pretty, pretty good. So it's, it's cool being able to still look into the sport from yeah. a window, but mm. I'm not inside. It's not yeah. my day job. It's not, 
you know, I don't wake up nine to five, go in there. Yeah. Right. My boss says, hey, we need you to work on this today. I'm like, I'm going to work on whatever I want to. Realistically, I need a boss. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's empowering though. You've taken a step, step back. back. You're yeah. doing your thing. Like. Yeah. And who knows if it's going to be popping in a year from now. Like, is it right. going to be that thing I want it to be? I don't know, but I can still go back. Like, I'm right. still having offers from people to come back to work. And I'm like, no, I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah, content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give me money. Like, give me money. We'll actually pay you money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you should be like, just subscribe to my channel. Just watch yeah. my video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll inform exactly. you what to do. Exactly. What is the vision, though, for Break F1? Because I know, like, you've talked now about, like, you're figuring out, you know, pieces mm. to it. But, like, what is right now the vision for kind of what you're trying to build here in terms of the content you're putting together? I feel like the vision and the goal for that channel is to be, to make technical Formula One interesting and easy to understand so it's so you know now we've we've got we had drive to survive and also content creators Mm -hmm. all over tiktok and youtube and instagram they brought formula one to a new audience right yep for sure now i want to find that audience and the people that are maybe want to be interested in an engineering career or just like you know it's like here's this i could i can do this you can do it yep Mm -hmm. and so it's one of them is making formula one easy to understand Mm -hmm. for sure also offering detail and catering not only to a super casual audience but to the enthusiast audience you know dave on twitter who's been watching formula one since 92 mm-hmm. and i was like i want to make content that that you, dave's gonna like yeah. yeah yeah but as long as dave stops gatekeeping all the people yeah. start watching <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. we're okay but it's like it's like bridging that gap and uh being that spot yeah. and there's nobody really on uh, like the live streaming spaces that are doing technical formula one content so it's like okay yep. that's mm, that's yeah. a unique point and then You've got a niche market, like yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, super, it's super yeah. niche. So I want to, I want to double down on that focus um, and keep generating as much interesting, insightful content. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the other part of that is just getting young people interested in engineering. Right, it doesn't need to be F one, but like yep. F one's pretty cool. Is F one the be all end all? No, no. Right, there's there's, there's, there's WEC, there's touring car, there's Formula E, mm-hmm. there's you know grassroots level stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're probably not going to make as much money doing that, and there's smaller teams, but like there's so much the exposure. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like but you can climb the ladder. Like it depends on where you want to go. Yeah, you exactly. got to start somewhere yeah. though. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I try to spend a little bit of my time doing is talking to to people that are or doing my own content. Like, how mm-hmm. do I get a job in Formula One? It's like, well, here's yep. some strategies. Yeah. Right. And I've put that stuff together, and I get I forget probably a hundred DMs and emails a month. Wow. On how do I get a job in F1? Yeah. <laughs> usually, the good thing, I was like, all right, I'm gonna make a video. And I watched yeah, your yeah, video. Yeah. I watched yeah. your video. Yeah. Yeah. video. Yeah. One of my like questions like. Yeah. That exact that question, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's some there's useful strategies right. to to how how do I find it's like most people don't know what they want to do. And that's no. the first place mm-hmm. to start. Right, is, like, I want to be in Formula One. What do you want to do? I want to be on the pit wall. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do on the pit wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Let me go back. Let me yeah, go back to you. But no one's want to be on TV. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, we've, yeah. Done, we've done part of that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that, that's that's kind of where I see that is just making educational, entertaining insightful content that you're not going to get anywhere else. And right. I feel like that's a tricky balance though, right? Because it's like you can't go too technical wherein like you lose a lot of the audience yeah. that might not understand yeah. what you're saying, but you also don't want to be too simplistic either yeah. where, you know, the Daves of the world are like, well, I already knew that. I've been trying some of that stuff and it's super yeah. interesting to see the different results because you see like I published a video that was very centric to uh, not enthusiasts, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a very weird premise right. about the top speed of Formula One cars. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. of course, the supercars, you know, f- you know, slower around a track but faster in a straight line. But mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that, you know, because I'm a data guy, I'm yeah. looking at the yeah. data. Yeah. And somebody, one of one of my friends, actually pointed this out to me. He's like, check the audience for that. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And it's like, interestingly, that, that my typical audience was like, you know, 25 to 35. 
And this was the 18 to 24 year olds that were consuming this. And I was like, wow, okay. And then, but then, then, then the Dave and Steve from Twitter were also commenting <laughs> on it. That's, I didn't really understand all that. Thanks so much. So yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. And Honda Civic dude, Still doesn't get it. So. Yeah. <laughs> leave him alone. Leave him alone. He was really toxic. Oh my god! But it, it's it's so cool. Like your race weekend uh, streams are r- ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it, it can you. like the data that you are able to break down for the regular v- viewer to easily understand is fantastic. Yeah. Like I actually that was my favorite thing. Your streams of race weekends those, are they're they're amazing. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but like I feel like that's that's fun. It's like also I never thought about this before, but the community part of that. It's like. I mean, there's so many not particularly healthy spaces on the internet around Formula One. And it's like, I'll tell you my opinion and I'll, you know, yeah, of course I'm a little bit biased to this person or that team or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not really that interested in talking about my opinions. Like if you ask me yeah, and I'm yeah, excited yeah. about something, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, it's like, let's look at this from a data point of view. What, what can we see? What do we know? And then can I back that up with any insight? And then let you guys make your own decisions about right. that. Yeah. And it's like, people that are more interested in the sport because you've suddenly unlocked all these nuanced layers and you're like, yeah, they keep talking about this on TV, but that doesn't make any sense. And like, mm-hmm. sometimes they're really hesitant and I try to like, Hey, you yeah. just want some help with this stuff. But like they're trying to reach out and like talk about these stuff and they're, they're doing a really good job. You see like Scarbs is doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are, those are really interesting pieces to watch. And there's you, a couple of other people that do are Do you ever collaborate with them? Like, do you ever like reach out and say, let's do I've, a video I, together? Or, I, I haven't, yeah, no. And that's yeah. probably one of the, my weakest points for uh, right now is yeah. collaboration. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's something I need to do a better job of this year because right. just because there's so many other interesting vantage points yeah. and discussion points and collaboration, like sitting in your office, yeah. you know, 12, 14 hours a day working on stuff and streaming and doing content oh, yeah. is like... It can get lonely too. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's yeah. tough, but it's... Yeah. It's also rewarding as well at the same time, but it's yeah. a different yep. environment than being in a uh, factory with up, up to yeah. hundred other men and women. It's like wow, right. this place is whack. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I, I don't, I don't really have a team anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Final question before we get into Q two, and I think by the way, you've done a fantastic right, job. Not you no, 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 no. You're not no. You're, that really, really no. <laughs> Sebastian Vettel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's like two tenths of a second <laughs> off. It's yeah. like oh my god, <laughs> that was heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking last year. That was genuine emotion as well. Oh yeah. I love Seb. Yeah. I'm, we're going to miss him. It's like, yeah, why did I don't you think retire? I've met too many people that don't like Seb, unless they stopped watching F1 in like 2013 or 2013. Nah, you know? There's not enough like, to like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Not yeah. <laughs> my final question would actually more around, and again, I don't want to put words in your mouth here, yeah, but on. you did mention that when you were transitioning or considering the transition, you were a bit disenchanted with F1. Like yeah. you weren't as into it. Yeah. Right. And so now it feels like you've kind of gone into being a content creator, but kind of found a way to still loop back oh, to F1. Has I, your kind of like enchantment risen again? Like, have yeah. you been more excited about F1 now yeah. more than ever? Yeah, exactly. Because like, yeah. I'll be honest with you, my last two years as a performance engineer, mm-hmm. I was hardly watching the races because, you mm-hmm. know, I'd be building up, doing all the prep for the races, you know, doing Friday support in the simulator, mm-hmm. making sure that the guys at the track had everything they needed to change the setup of the car Friday night based on what they observed. I had a lot of fun doing that. But after that, I was F1 dads. Like, do you want to play racing games? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to play racing games. <laughs> it still works. Yeah, exactly. Stay away from yeah. it. So, How do you switch yeah. off? So, so yeah. now that I'm out of it, I'm still like living and breathing and spending, realistically, I work harder and spend more time doing content than I did in Formula One. Mm. But, but that's mostly because I'm on the learning curve again. Like right, I'm gotcha. on, I'm on the steep end. Whereas before, I was like, I felt comfortable. I felt competent. I could do my work in a reasonable amount of time. And now it's like I'm trying to learn a lot of new skills and 
I'm investing in me right now. Right. Um, so that that was one of the things that's been super motivating is I'm investing in me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the long term gains I will reap. It's not just a paycheck. It's building a brand, a brand, a community, yeah. and everything. Your mental else. awareness. Everything. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a lot more space. And it's like if I need to take a day off. I can do that if I want to come to London and talk with a bunch of people. Yep. I can do that now, and like, yeah. and I, I feel like sharing these stories is actually uh, just as important. If, if there's if there's two or three people that listen to this and they're like, I want to do that. That sounds like a great, mm. like, you know, like I want to go do that now. It's mm. like great. That's perfect. Like job done for me. But being able to enjoy the sport as a fan now, right outside, right. like real, realistically, is weird though, because like inside the teams, you see, you, you go on Twitter and it's a disaster. Yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> very toxic. Right? Yeah, yeah. When you work in a team and you don't use Twitter, none of that stuff is real. No. This oh, is man, this is true. like people generating, like, mentally harming stories so they can feel something. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right, but like, right. where it's like the team, it's like, ah, oh, Mercedes won this weekend. You know, Fry Fry did good. What are they doing? That's super cool. But it's not like, they're cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Fry might have been. It's a fake win. Fry might have been. But yeah, it's it's cool to enjoy the sport as a fan again. And I definitely feel like being able to do Formula One data analysis on my own terms and do a lot of other stuff, which is not super technical engineering, Mm -hmm. um, and learn some new skills has reignited my passion for the sport and my enjoyment of it. Amazing. Quick one, quick one. Just yeah, want to add to this. Um, for you now looking at Drive to Survive, do you feel like they portrayed a good image? Because you were in the sport. You know how it works and everything. It. But from an outside, you never watched you had, I, you had an interview actually where you talked about this. You yeah. mentioned that they like missed, they took like your audio, I think, from and, yeah. another <laughs> race and put it on the, top. The yeah. intro scene for Drive to Survive season one trailer, there's 30 seconds into the trailer. There's yeah. a clip of Simon Rennie standing in front of <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo's car on the grid from Melbourne. And there's a voice over the radio, which was me talking to Max. Yeah. It says 30 seconds, 30 yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. You know, I, I tell the driver when there's 30 seconds until the formation lap starts. Mm. And that was all out of sync. And then they used the video right. from like Barcelona where Hugh, who replaced me, who's now Checo's race engineer, yeah. was in the garage. I was like, you know, I did, I did Mel- Melbourne 2018 was actually my last race. I did all mm. of 2017, but mm. Hugh uh, was having his first kid. Right. So that was that was why in. I was wow. in Melbourne, yeah. and I got to go out like four days early and ride my bike. Yeah. Oh. So we get off the plane, twenty four hours of travel time, and then do hundred kilometers of uh, oh. Melbourne. Oh wow! No jet lag there. Jet lag. I'm falling off in the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, so you, like you, you're you haven't watched Drive to Survive, and and do you feel like? Maybe down the road you would give it a shot. Like I'm gonna you would watch give it, it a chance. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Max is in it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Not really. Yeah. But it got so many new fans into the sport, which it is did. good for the yeah. sport. Yeah. So. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's a win. Yeah. Like don't, don't don't try to blame you know Drive to Survive on the toxic fan base. That is what happens in any sport when you they when you, when you, yeah, when you when get you enough it, people yeah. in it, it's gonna start. Yeah, there's gonna be a mess yeah. in part. But that's fine. Don't worry about that. Like don't don't make that part of your daily routine is engaging with that kind of stuff. But I think I'm going to watch the season that mm-hmm. just come out mm-hmm. or is about to come out mm-hmm. and reflect on it and see what I think about it. Yeah. Because yeah. knowing what's happening and then seeing… Because they, they have made some really crap narratives around stuff. It's like you're making drama around a season that has so much raw… Yeah. 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 Just raw emotionless crap up. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a TV show and exactly. it's, it's, it's done numbers for the sport. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
That's fair. I'd love to see a video, by the way, after if you like reviewing the show. I, yeah, we'll do an analyst. We'll sit right? down again. Yeah. We'll I think, do I think when, it, when it comes out, yeah. I'm going to do a stream segment. So I yeah. watch an episode yes. every night. Yes. Perfect. And then come on. I'll make some notes during it and yeah. we'll talk about it and go through it. And it's yes. like, love it. and another thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, this is BS. Yeah, that got wrong. <laughs> All right. Let's get you to Q2. Woo. Great job of Q1, though. I yeah. think, uh, Henny, your verdict? I think that was a green sector. I'll give him a green. I'll give him a green. Yeah, I know. I was I was happy with that. Yeah. Thumbs, thumbs, thumbs up over here. Bro. Okay, I smashed the car. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no lap time. No, 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 so let's take you back before F1. I mean, you you obviously went through uh, a formal education. So yep. you were at Texas University, right? U- University of Texas. In University. Yeah. Yep. And what did you study there? Mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering. Lovely. And then you come, came to Brooks. Yep, right. Oxford Brooks. Oxford Brooks, and you studied your master's there. Yep. What, what did you do that in? Master's in motorsport engineering. Master's in motorsport. And so, did you come into undergrad like knowing kind of okay, a like engineering is going to be a big focal point for you? Yeah. I think you probably knew that. Yeah. But did you know like in what context? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that was really clear. But before, yeah. so I was I grew up in Texas and mm-hmm. Dallas, and I didn't leave Dallas until I moved to the UK in right. 2010. Into 2010, but it basically went like this. That that whole arc was dad's friend has a couple of mx5s race cars spec mx5s and he's like you know we just got some new cars do you and your dad want to come do some track days with these see if you like it because they're just going to sit in my garage so we did that and i was like at that point i was in community college which is like mom and dad were like you should get a college education i was like sure that's great (laughs) what am i going to do i was so i was just doing like some basic courses in the community college and i really had no aim no direction Mm. didn't really know what i wanted to do I was just like, I was super curious. I was super interested in a lot of stuff, tech stuff. Um, and then the racing thing happened. So we started racing these cars. We ended up getting another car and did a couple seasons. And that was a blast. I was like, how do I make these cars go faster? I don't think I'm ever going to be a great driver, mm. a great driver, but mm. can I learn how to be an engineer? It's like, cool. Well, you need to be a mechanical engineer. And a friend told me, he's like, hey, UT Arlington's got this Formula SAE program where you design, build, and race these oh, formula cars. So it's cool. like that's, start that's to finish cool. conception. You start off with a pile of metal mm-hmm. and you end up with a formula race car. And like there was a video that I remember. It's the image just burned into my head. It was a, a test session. So the, the cars did autocross format racing. So, mm-hmm. you know, a parking lot with mm-hmm. cones and gates and yep. pylons and you maneuver through them, not wheel to wheel. Right. And there's a video of this thing and it was a cbr 250 rr turbo so it was a japanese motorcycle it was a four-cylinder 250 um but it revved to 20,000 rpm oh yeah there's a video of this thing going through the slalom and you hear the downshifting and you hear it get on throttle there's a little bit of turbo lag and then it screams yeah the it's like that got me excited yeah i want to go to this university be part of this so mm-hmm. i was like okay cool let's do that so I did that. I got hooked on um, Formula Student. And then then I became interested in Formula One. I didn't right. really watch Formula One before. I was like, oh, if there's some racing on TV, I'll throw it on. But it wasn't like a thing. It wasn't like a ritual. It wasn't like, you right. know. It wasn't like you your parents, up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you right. probably grew up and it was the ritual. Sunday. Sunday every day. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. watching qualifying, watching the race. Whereas me, I was like, yeah. And it came to the point where it was like, right, a couple lads are going around watching Formula One at somebody's house at ungodly hours in North America. <laughs> oh my, that's us yeah, right exactly, now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like 3 a.m. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I hate myself yeah, so much. Yeah. I guess I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go reply to some angry tweets. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Honda Civic. Yeah. And you were never into NASCAR, by the way? Like as not, an American? Not really? It was, in, it yeah. was interesting, but I reached yeah. out to a couple of people in uh, like tech firms and consultancies who worked NASCAR and they're like, we, you need some experience. I'm like, mm. 
do you want to give me some? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in need of experience. I'm like, nah, nah. Right. So it didn't work out. Right. I had a buddy, a, re, a guy that I looked up to that did some racing as well. Super sharp dude. And he was like, you should really try and find something. Like going over there is really risky. Mm. I was like, yeah, it, it is really risky. So I finished my undergrad. And I met a couple of people at Formula SA competitions. This guy, uh, Pablo. And he's, I met him. I was like, you're at Oxford Brooks, but you're American. Mm-hmm. And he's like, indeed. I'm like, cool. I got to talk to him. He had ended up having a job at Lotus, mm-hmm. uh, which is Renault, which is now mm-hmm. Alpine yep. and so on. But, you know, there's an American. He's like, yeah, and there's more of us. I'm like, we're secret club. But at that point, there was a really high number of uh, North Americans coming over, going to Oxford Brooks University, doing the master's degree, mm. and landing jobs in the sport. I was like, I mean, that could be me. Mm. I was like, right, what's going to cost? It's going to cost tuition for a year, which wasn't cheap, housing for a year. And if it works out, it works out. And if it doesn't, I think I will have slightly, a very interesting CV by which to come back home mm. and say, mm-hmm. yep. So I was like, okay, I did it. I ended up getting the job at Force India after the, it's a one-year motorsport master's degree. So mm-hmm. it's quite condensed and focused. Um, I will say though, you only get out of that what you put into it. If you just show up mm-hmm. and go to the classes, you're not getting anything out mm-hmm. of that. Right. Yeah. But if you, you show up, do the classes. I did form the student there. Again, yep. uh, did a lot of networking, met a lot of cool people. And I was just super on fire, super enthusiastic about like, right. I want to get a job in Formula One. I really want to do vehicle dynamics, but right. I will take any job. Mm-hmm. Right. How'd you find the Force India opportunity? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was actually as a result of a friend of mine. He uh-huh. was like, hey, Force India are looking for a student placement. I was like, I'm kind of a graduate. And they're like, yeah, but it's a job. I'm like, yeah, job, take job. what you I'm got. I'm a student take now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up, like, yeah and that, that was my salary that year was so low. Right. <laughs> I, I was, I, I had to take some more money out yeah. oh, to no. get through that year, seriously. No. You probably I, didn't care. You probably just wanted no, the no, access. Door, foot in the door. Yeah, yeah, the yeah door. That's all. You know, with that, at that point, I had two years to work in the UK on a post-study work visa. Hmm. So I was like, great. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to grab this with both hands. And it was, it was awesome. And then a couple months later, like, we're going to give you a, a junior title now and a salary. Let's go. It's like, I'm still broke. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will take it. Yeah, exactly. It's like so. the Will Smith scene at the end of yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. Like, thank you so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, out I, of the yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're getting nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was, it was, it was the door was open. Um, right. And it, it, that's where the whole thing started. But it was, it was a pretty wacky journey. Lead, right. You know, going from not having a clue what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. getting hyper-focused and, you know, doing what, four years of university and formula student and then doing another year of university and formula student then going to force india and then eight months later right going trackside for the next six years it was like a whirlwind there goes 10 years of my life yeah wow. it must have moved so quickly yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it was insane yeah it honestly yeah. sometimes feels like yesterday because mm. I, w- I went to the u.s grand prix this year it was my first formula one race as a as a as a fan. spectator yeah, yeah. 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 First wow. ever yeah I was like, God, I'm such a fraud. <laughs> but I finally did it. Yeah. How did you find it? I hated it. <laughs> what? I, I hated it for very personal reasons because gotcha. I felt out of the loop. Mm. As soon as by the by Sunday, mm. I was cracking a white claw. Yeah. Dance and yeah. I, was, I was in my element. But it took me a while to get there because yeah. I've still got friends at the team. Right. Um, and I was in the paddock on Friday watching FP2 from the garage. Mm. I was like, I hate it here. Right. I, I, I'm like looking, you know, I, I said this before, but you had one of those dreams, you wake up, or you're in the dream, and in the dream, you 
are late for an exam right. and you've oh. not studied for it. Yep. Oh, God. I got that feeling when I was standing there in real life watching. Because oh. like, I'm, I'm looking over. It's like, that's where I used to stand. Yeah, I should yeah, be doing yeah, something. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm useless here. What am I doing? Like, somebody's going to get, like, mad at me for yeah. not doing anything. Right, right. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It, was like, yeah. it was like reverse imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was Friday. Saturday, I was like, okay, we'll get a white cloth. Yeah, yeah. Get the hair down. Yeah, exactly. And then I had a couple of friends out there and a bunch of other creator friends that I met, some for the first time, nice, some nice. for the second time. And it was like, I was like, okay, I love it here. Yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah, it here. Yeah, yeah. But wow. did you ever feel, as an engineer, did you ever feel like, you know, you had the one of those moments where you're like, you know, this job is so hard. Like, I want to quit. Like, I'm so done with it. Before you actually made the yeah. official quit. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple times. I remember it was probably my third year, Melbourne. So first race this season. We're walking back Friday night. It's like two o'clock, and you're walking through the golf course back to the hotel because mm. or whatever the like, mm-hmm. the, the park mm-hmm. around the circuit. And you're walking back. I'm like, it's Friday night. It's two o'clock in the morning. I've just finished, you know, setting up the car for tomorrow. I'm exhausted. Coming back and doing it again, and then we've got twenty more races of this or nineteen Whoa. more races of this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just, the, 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 you had a lot of those moments. Where you're like, is this really the is this really what I want to do? Mm. Like my salary was fine at that point. You know, I, was, I had all that, but it's like, mm. I'm going to go through, you know, 20 more weeks of not being able to hang out with my friends on the weekends. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, uh, you know, it's like when you come back and you're like rushing, it's like, right. You know, all this stuff has to happen because I want to have a good weekend with my girlfriend or whatever mm-hmm. else. And it's just like, it was, I had that thought a couple of times. And I was like, right. I saw the Red Bull job come up. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to grind this. Yeah. We've got a little, we got another fire going under our ass. Yeah. Uh, and that, that right. kept me going for, Another six, seven years. Was that a pretty like crazy leap for you in terms of culture, like culture fit from like, you know, Force India to Red Bull? It was different. You go yeah. from a team that's literally your bargain team. Like they're right. super efficient mm-hmm. budget team. Yeah. Right. Lean, like. Yeah, they were super lean. Like, all right, we can't, yeah. we've got one floor. Yeah. You smash it up. Oh, it's, it's going back. It's going, it's going back. Uh, one set of tools, don't lose yeah, voice. Yeah. The lads, lads are going to like tune it up a little bit, but yeah. uh, by the end of the season, it's looking pretty rough you know right. you gotta you gotta you don't get that many upgrades and yeah. that whereas mm-hmm. you show up to red bull and it's like yeah um, <laughs> you, you guys have literally engineers going out on hand luggage engineers yeah. are going out later than everybody else because we you know working in the office prepping for the, probably a simulator session on wednesday flying out thursday night it's like right we've got two different front wings to take out or you know bits wow. for the floor stuff that we're going to bond on to the the floor at the track yep. so you're throwing upgrades and cash and cash yep. but at the same time as a result of being super lean Force India actually did a lot of stuff super well and efficiently. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like there were some things that I showed up and I noticed immediately mm-hmm. in my workflow and stuff and systems that involved me, breaks and a couple of other things. It's like, you guys aren't doing this. And it wasn't like a gloating thing. It's like, okay, well, I'll start doing this thing yeah. and show it. And they're like, hey, that's pretty good. And it's stuff that you can probably afford to not do when you have that much cash and you throw stuff at it. Right. But it's like, yeah. It's like you know, the, if these this, if this set of brakes are crap, mm. throw a new one on. It was forced in. It's like, yeah, you've got two sets of brakes this weekend. Right. Don't screw them up. Figure right. figure out what happened. So yeah, exactly. uh, let's, yeah. learn exactly. by, let's learn by the mistake. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, okay. Yeah. So that that was a, that was really cool, and I really really wanted to go work for that big team and see that yes. environment. They had, yes. you know, they had their own simulator. It was a, and they went through several simulators while I was there, and it was great. It was mm. super awesome. How do simulators work, by the way? Like, mm. explain that. It's, it's like sim- a Formula One simulator. People are like, oh, it's like a video game that like shakes around. It's so <laughs> far. <laughs> so it's just stress tests all the components. No, much. no, this, this, so that's like 
there's a couple different things like that, like in terms of components, fidelity and their lifespan and will that, you know, is that wing that's flapping around in the mm-hmm. wind, is that yeah. going to last? That's, that's R&D, stre- they call it okay, R&D. Okay. And that's like stress testing. The simulator is, the goal of the simulator is to provide a driver in the loop environment inside of a car that feels and drives as close to the real thing as possible in the most important ways possible. Mm, gotcha. So uh, vision systems are super important. Motion systems are super important. And then you go to a fair, you see one of these arcade games that it's yeah. like doing all this crazy stuff yeah, yeah, flying around. Yeah. Formula One simulators don't do that. Yeah. Those are there with the sole purpose of giving you motion sickness. Right. I think. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but like… Um, but the, the goal of the Formula One simulator is to provide an environment that you can do isolated tests on items that you can't do in reality. Right. Or to provide you additional testing time to the track. So uh, the motion platform to give you feedback. Because the driver the driver feels things through their ass, through their hands, mm-hmm. um, and then through your inner ear. You know, the gyroscopic, yeah. the, the rotational or yaw motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the platform can turn. It can move forward, back, uh, left, right, roll. And then you have road inputs, and those give you the road inputs give you cues wow. like right, that's a curb there because I felt that because the car did that. Mm. Okay, I can feel the cars turning, uh, the steering torque is building up. That's you know oh, feeling wow. the front tire, and then you you summarize all these things and you try to get them as close to possible as reality. Mm. If you had a perfect simulator, you would have a space that was the side of a size of a racetrack, and the car could go through yeah. all <laughs> the motions yeah, 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 one yeah. to one. Yeah, but you can't do yeah, that. Yeah. So you right, you make some assumptions and you scale some things down, and then you working with a space that's depending on the nature of your, your platform. And there's a couple of different right. platforms yeah. out there where people have shown what they are yeah. mm-hmm. or there's, uh, what do you call it, patents and stuff to yeah. show what they are. But some of the workspaces that where the space in which the platform moves with the driver and the vision system and whatever else could be a couple, anything from a couple of square meters to tens of square meters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I want to yeah. get in one now. <laughs> we actually yeah. all sim race, but yeah. we, we, you know, we obviously have like Fanatec stuff yeah, yeah, but that's, and, that's, you know, force feedback stuff. and stuff, but it's not no motion what you described. No motion. At the yeah. end of the day, on, on that level, like yeah. all this, all the sweats and the aliens, yeah. they don't use motion stuff yeah. because it's distracting yeah. and it's not… You want to feel exactly yeah. what's Yeah, and there's nothing useful. Like you're better off having no motion than having motion that's not giving you the right clues or cues. And especially important for racing drivers. If you're a sim driver, you could have cues that don't make any sense, mm. but they tell you what's happening. Right. Yeah. Whereas for a true. race driver, it's like, I'm trying to make this thing, A, feel and act as close to a thing which I know in reality, mm-hmm. and then use this abstract thing, the simulator, yeah. to find ways in which I can improve that. Mm. So Makes that, sense. you need those those muscle memories, those inner ear, uh, the dam- dynamics of all of that to match as closely as you can in the most important ways possible to the real thing. And you, I don't think you guys, anybody has a, no, a, a vehicle not. dynamics no, guy. No, 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 no. You're sitting no. in the Fanatec settings trying to tweak the gain and saturation. Oh, like, I how does like this feel like, yeah. oh, that's crap. Oh, yeah. he, he set it up for me too. I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. I think I, I missed like, a sentence. Up <laughs> 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 sabotage. sabotage. Yeah. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. It's like every time I turn left, the thing's doing a backflip. Oh my God. No. That was honestly you guys like in the first week or two. Oh, yeah. It was a calibration yeah, issue. It was a calibration yeah. issue. It's just crazy. It was crazy. I went online, couldn't figure it out. I had to go to a Reddit page. And then within one post yeah. on Reddit, Found like it. one w. day, guy gave me just one tip. And I was like, boom, we yeah, fixed we it. Oh, <laughs> I like spent heaven. two days emailing 
wherever, yeah. just trying to figure yeah. it out. But, Be- uh, the beauty of Reddit. Yeah. Oh, Reddit's beauty a beauty. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's, let's take you to Abu Dhabi 2021. I think a lot of people want to hear. I was I was watching live on Twitch. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no, yeah? No, no. That, that, so I hadn't done watch-alongs yet because that was the end of that season. Season, yeah. Uh, I was watching it in my Discord with a bunch of friends. Nice. Oh, what, what was going through your mind? Well… It was super controversial race. Yeah. I have no interest in leaning into that. But yeah. I will tell you my personal experience from yep. that because it's mine. Yeah, that's what we want to know. We'll give you hours after. Go get a couple beers after this yeah. and I'll tell you what I really know. Um, it was super emotional because I had left the team. that like, I had left just before the race because I, I told them, I was like, hey, guys, I'd like to leave. I want to pursue this. And they're like, fine. Yeah. Your last day will be this. Were they shocked, by the way? Or were they… Yeah, they, kinda, yeah, they were like, yeah. why do you want to do that? Yeah, why, do you, yeah. why, why do you want to leave? I'm like, I just want to leave. Like, yeah. I, want to do, I want to do something else. I've had a long… I thought about… It took me two years to make that decision. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. At least it was yeah. well thought out of. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't rash. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, what team are you moving to? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my own team. Yeah. No, like, but like buying yeah. a house and then quitting the day job was oh. pretty intimidating. Yeah, yeah but, I can imagine. But um, Abu Dhabi 21 was really exciting because it's like again I was inside the team that whole season like all this super toxic stuff and all this other stuff it's like there was some weird officiating and some some weird stewarding decisions mm-hmm. throughout the season that yeah. didn't seem consistent mm-hmm. and or transparent and I think a lot of people agree on that it's like I don't care where your stance is but like there's a lot of stuff. then you yeah. have this culmination of this and there looks like they're making this drama for, but like step back I had spent my entire year working on developing that car. And even the year before that, developing yeah. that car. Mm. And I, equal on points going into the Grand Prix. And you're like, you're seeing is you see, you know, Lewis looks fast. Like, they, yep. they, they've got this one. Yeah. Fine. Mm. And then a little bit of a shakeup. And then pit stop. Checo holds him up for a minute. You're like… Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, so that, that was intense. That was I was screaming at the yeah. TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, was, go. I was… Yeah, I was… You know, I was… We were in the Discord. I'm fucking screaming. <laughs> and it was like, God. Oh. Um, and then, yeah, then there's the safety car thing at yeah. the end. And you're like, holy shit, he's got a chance. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got a real chance. It was super emotional. And it was just like, that was like, wow. Yeah, you that saw ten, 10 years of your life, uh, all that work. Yeah, yeah and then and finally. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, having having been there for his first win in Barcelona as his performance engineer yep. in 2016 to seeing him win his first championship in 2021 was like that was super emotional for yeah. me because it's Must like have been. I I I still felt like some of my fingerprints were on that you know I of did course. a lot yes, of they were. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. a lot of the tools that the performance engineers were using at the track I had helped mm-hmm. develop some of those and they were still using some of my spreadsheets I think mm-hmm. <laughs> unless they oh, been, uh, because <laughs> they were terrible yeah. but yeah. Oh, so oh. be it so be it that's that's fine yeah. for for improvement yeah, yeah. um. It was it was super super intense and it was like one of those things I didn't really think about the controversial aspect yeah. Yeah. until till after it's like was that controversial like, yeah of course it was but um it was really cool I sent, I sent yeah. Max and GP and, and Tom a message and I was oh. like yeah we did it yeah. we yeah. did it I was I was super emotional though right. it, that was like that was a good way to end that mm-hmm. that right. chapter it's like right you see the guys and gals in that position to take the championship yeah and then. Going on from that, watching 2022, oh, seeing, dominating, yeah, oh seeing, seeing them have <laughs> taken all that and making all the right assumptions through yep. the tools. Yep. And the simulator will definitely will have played a huge part in that car rocking up, mm. and, yeah. and and the guys and gals making the decisions on mm-hmm. the philosophy 
and how to approach that mm. car. Mm. I mean, yeah, it was iffy at the beginning. Yeah. We didn't know. It was engine failure. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was fuel system ancillary components okay. at that point, yeah. which mm. people are like, terrible Honda PU. It's like, yeah. all those parts are made by Red Bull. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't blame <laughs> Honda on this one. <laughs> it's the, you know, it's the piping, it's the plumbing, it's mm. this and that. Those are chassis side components. Mm. Like, or, or maybe maybe the fuel pump might have been yeah. supplied by that, yeah. but whatever. But yeah. And, th- and that was that was really cool to see. Like, it was good to close on that mm-hmm. because going through like kind of a pretty emotional leaving. Of course. That and I was like putting 10 years of that behind me. Like, wow. Yeah. This is crazy. Kind I of feels like a full chapter closed. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on kind a of happy note too. Yeah. yeah. And then at the same time you open it yeah. with that kind of energy. And I, yep. now that I'm in this chapter, I like seeing my, my friends and my old colleagues yeah. succeeding yes. and doing well. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I'm just here for some entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like yeah. some entertainment. Frame that. Talk about the, the yep. interesting technical stories. Stress-free entertainment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, this is this is equally stressful. Yeah. But like, oh, sorry, yeah. No, 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 I was gonna say like, then what is your discipline now? Now that you don't have your, you're technically your own mm-hmm. boss. It's it's you me. know, yeah, it's yeah. you. It's, it's you... imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anxiety. He's here with us midday. Yeah, 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 I got yeah, no plans yeah, on yeah, it. No, no. It's just coming up with strategies for what I think I want to do. It's like, mm-hmm. right, streaming. It's YouTube videos. What kind of YouTube videos? Okay, technical stuff. Okay, mm-hmm, but right. what about this? Um, and then I'm starting to get to the point where I want to tell more stories. Like, you know, people want to know what it's like being on and be inside on the yep. inside of the wall. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll put together a couple of those stories and see how they do. And like learning how to tell a story is super hard. Mm-hmm. Like I'm… For I, all audience to yeah. explain it like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know, because like in your head, the way all the pathways work and you can tell the story and you're like, dude… Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm so lost. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and that's that's how I work. But like focusing on making it not only interesting, but for a broad audience to have to want to listen to all of it start to finish and getting people interested and delivering on it, not right. baiting people and being like, here's this cool story. And it's like, that was a crap story, man. Yeah. 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 But it's fun. Um, and then the discipline comes from not wanting to starve. Hmm. That's good motivation. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's, it's like, that's, I'd yeah. like to pay my mortgage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but it's one of those things. It's from now, like, um, what's your like work-life balance like? Because mm-hmm. like the F1 travel around to all those races was intense, but last year was bad. I was just going to mm-hmm. say you're creating content. Like that's, that's last year was bad. Um, but this year, this year would be different. But I get this. Are you time. scheduled though? Like, have you got like Monday to Friday? I got to do this. I'm releasing here. Yeah. And you create yeah. like a little work. Yeah. So I've, every. I've got like a medium term list and a, sh- uh, a weekly list. So I look at my medium term, like what are the goals for the next three weeks? Right. I then build milestones back for the previous weeks up to this. So I know uh, tomorrow I've got two calls. I'm working on two different videos because I'm trying to get a bunch of videos rolling. Okay. And so when like when there's a crap race weekend, like with not a very interesting narrative or you story to tell, it it's like I can make that video and it's going to take you, me You need hours. that little backup. That little exactly. It's like, right, of- well, now that race was crap. This is a great weekend to talk to you guys about how Formula One simulators work. Yep. There's that video. Yeah. And that video should be searchable for years. Whereas no, the race video good. dies after two weeks. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, it's the next race it's video. The, it's the news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the news. It's it's the nature of it. So what was the hardest uh, for you? What was the hardest platform to grow on? Yeah. Or what was the most alien one day you were like, whoa, what is this? All of them. Because yeah. <laughs> you did say earlier that you weren't a social media person and now no. your full-time job is social media. I, I think doing short form was something I would, was doing in the gaming space, not particularly well, but mm-hmm. I'd grown like a gaming channel to like 100,000 where I, I had friends. Yeah. I'd never compare yourself to other people, but you know, that same amount of time doing, you know, 12 months getting 100,000 felt like 
a great, then you have a friend who's an absolute demon and he's <laughs> hit a million, you know, in a year and a half. So it's, it's, it's different. Right. Um, growing on Twitch is super hard because you have to make content outside of Twitch to grow on Twitch. Mm-hmm. You don't what grow. You, you, you have to yeah. make content outside of Twitch to be like, you know, here's a, here's a short yeah. form yeah. video. Yeah. Turning them over. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I, I'd seen a lot of success with that. This year talking about Formula One stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, being very in the face of it. It's like, here's, if you guys want to hang out and talk about Formula One, here's what I used to do. Here's what we do right. on the stream. Yeah. And talking about that story, like, you know, mm. quitting my F1 job. Yeah. And doing interesting, you know, getting people in. She's like, okay, I want to know about this guy's story. I want to know about what he's selling. It's Formula mm-hmm. One insight discussion. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd post something like that, I'd see my Twitch following, you know, increase by 30%. Right. And then, you know, we'd bring a lot of new faces to the stream. Yeah. Do we get to, do we retain them? Are they interested or is it not their thing? Yeah. And it's also live. So it's harder to create content on the spot, right? Exactly. Yeah. So growing on YouTube this year, I thought was going to be, it's super hard though. Cause like you post a video, it's like, why does that not work? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You go look at it. It's like, hey, well that's, and I've got a couple of very, very insightful, very experienced uh, friends and peers who I can bounce ideas off. Mm. Like, hey, I've noticed this. What do you think? And they'll come back and say, Try this. Oh, that's mm. good. At so least it's amazing. Yeah. 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 It's crazy though. On, on, I feel like on TikTok though, it's like that same video that didn't work on YouTube might work sure. if you yeah. cut it up sure. on TikTok. So sure. that whole idea of repurposing as well. Absolutely. And that's that's the whole life cycle is yeah. like not only doing long form content that's bespoke for YouTube, but also finding uh, an efficient workflow by which you can take live content. Right. Mm-hmm. Then after live, you've got VOD content. And then after that, you've got engaging short form content yeah. that mm-hmm. like, has hooks that people want like okay i want to watch this and then they watch the long form and they come to the stream and it's like this yep getting that waterfall working mm-hmm. is very difficult and that's my goal for this year is the, the right. nice. repurposing and like du- hyper threading yeah. live content right. but also that means better preparation for live content so that's you know you, you don't have to re-record bits you yeah. literally have all the all hooks the and everything yep. else yeah. and the, you know the interesting payoff because i don't like baiting people yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you something yeah and i'm going to deliver on that thing by Amazing. the end of this clip thank you yeah. you are the type well, of you yeah. that. Yeah. and if you like that yeah i think you can find more of this stuff here and here without right. them scrolling off of that you gotta yeah. feed all that in there somehow that makes sense Plus, and are there are there times where you feel i mean I feel like you're a very introspective person just by even talking to you. Like mm. you do like, kind of like process your thoughts. I think you obviously said that you spent about two years thinking about the decision of whether to leave or not. Like, do you have moments even now where you're like, I failed at my job. I feel burnt out. I don't necessarily want to do this. Like, do you have those days where you lack motivation? And and what do you do personally to get over those that's, days and keep pushing? That's super interesting. So yeah. the lack of, like, do I want to quit? I haven't had that one yet. Right. Nice. Uh, am I super demotivated absolutely right. often yeah weekly even mm-hmm. but it's it's like <sighs> celebrating the small wins has been really beneficial mentally because it's like okay like mm-hmm. putting don't, don't i don't spend too much time in negativity but like you know comparing yourself to other people is really difficult in this space because you see a, a peer or a friend or a colleague mm-hmm. or someone mm-hmm. else that's doing similar stuff to you and they're they're thriving like why mm-hmm. am i not mm-hmm. thriving right now it's like well I don't know. Let me. Look, I don't look at them. I look at me and be like, yeah. "What can I do better? Mm-hmm. What do, right. or what do I need to do better? Or is this just part of the cycle? Is it ups and downs?" And yeah. it's like, it's usually ups and downs, right? Um, but being motivated is is hard, and I just try to find something super easy, get a couple of easy wins, yeah. knock those out, and get a bit of momentum, get the confidence yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. right, even if it's silly stuff like <laughs> doing, literally going downstairs and switching off 
doing dishes. Yeah. yeah. Like literally just the act of completing a task yeah. yep. and having the satisfaction of like progress. And it's like, then I'll go back upstairs. Makes sense. Writing is difficult, super difficult for me. Mm. Like writing scripts and everything. Like I spend a lot of time. Mm. Um, and that's something I'm working right. on. That's super demotivating. Is it difficult because of like writer's block or like you just don't feel like creative all the time or? I don't really feel like because I've got like a lot of stuff that I want to talk about, yeah. but it's coming up with interesting ways that I can frame it. Frame yeah. exactly yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. want to draw that audience exactly. in those couple like of what would work and what won't work. Yeah. Got to get on that AI script. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what? I had, I had Chat GPT because yeah. I've been doing a bit of gaming content in the nice. off season as well. Yeah. Chat, I had Chat GPT make me a couple of Tarkov yeah. scripts. Did it work? Parts wow. of, some of it was really good, but sometimes it's so like so basic. It's so like what? what? <laughs> this stuff? I've never even heard of this stuff. You know, yeah. I love their warning too. They're like, some of this, yeah, might not, yeah. might some not of, work. I, I will say, we might see that as that technology evolves. Mm. We might see some of that start changing, and I think you will. I, you've already got AI streamers. Oh yeah, like there's oh, a yeah. stream which is an AI interacting with chat. Yeah. Um, everything else and stuff. That's getting scary. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Huh? Like, where's it's the limit? Yeah, where's I'm, the I'm, I'm, you don't want to live in the future? You, I want to live in the future. <laughs> you, you haven't seen Terminator Salvation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I'm oblivious <laughs> to it. <laughs> Terminator Salvation is terrifying. Yeah, we do not want that. I'm going to wake up one day and be that half machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even first, I don't know I'm a machine. I'm like, yeah. I have to kill the machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chat GPT, the final boss. Introducing <laughs> the next version of Break F1. Oh, God. That's awesome. And just a final question then, just to wrap up Q2 here. Here. I mean, who is Blake outside of, you know, I feel like with your work, gaming kind of related, content related, like who are you outside of that? Are you into hiking? Are you into the outdoors? Like what are you really into? So I, I think yeah. a lot of the outdoor stuff used to be, and now I'm trapped yeah. in my office a lot. And I'm yeah. trying to fix that, but yeah. um, really into cycling. So like after work, when we were at the track, you know, Thursday night, Saturday night, we'd go cycling. You know, I'd go out to some races early with my bike to cycle. But since I stopped traveling, um, and stopped working at Red Bull, probably not cycling as much because there's mm -hmm. a lot of great roads around the factory. Lunchtime, mm -hmm. you got showers, like, right, go cycle for 45 minutes, go back, shower, eat lunch at your desk. Yeah. Right. I was, I was in a, I had a lot better balance now, yeah. that, now that I'm my own boss. It's the balance is not so there. Yeah. Um, really into rock climbing. Cool. I haven't, wow. been, haven't been climbing in a while, but yep. got a couple of buddies and we'd go on climbing trips and stuff. Like indoor or outdoor? Like, like, both. Outdoor. Oh, both. See, yeah. I'll pass out regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just scared yeah. of heights. Yeah. There's no way that's happening. Yeah. Actually going, just I'm, don't look down. Just don't look down. Going for the first time to the local climbing gym tonight. Nice. Oh, nice. It's been like a month since I've been, but uh, that nice. was one of my big things. And right. to making beer. Oh, oh, interesting. To yeah. do a bit of brewing. Yeah. But also, aside from that, like gaming, like that's yeah. one of my passions is gaming. And I tried right. really hard to focus on that. I was like, I'm not going to double down on this. Yeah. I'll just do F1 stuff instead. But now, like, yeah. that I've got a little bit of momentum and structure, yep. I'm putting gaming back into something as a reward for me mm. to do what I want to do and then engage with the parts of the yeah. community. Got to get you in sim racing. Yeah. 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 yeah I, 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 I think sim racing, I'm going to try to avoid as long as possible. Because <laughs> right. one, yep. it's expensive. It yeah. is. Yeah. I've, got, I've got a Logitech wheel that I bolt to my desk in my like secret labs chair and you're just like flopping. Right, right. Right. <laughs> if, if you want to give somebody an experience that never makes them want to play a sim racing yeah. again, <laughs> that setup is the perfect. Strap to your desk. You're like, this yeah. is terrible. Yeah. I never yeah. want to do this again. <laughs> You know, it's just like if I want to yeah. do if I want to do sim racing, I need a rig, mm. and I don't have space or the cash for it yeah, right now, so yeah, I'm, right. I'm avoiding that. Good. I don't even want to talk about it. Think about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to go now, actually, because yeah. I'm getting the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. some money. <laughs> but um, that's pretty much it. Oh, I spend a lot of time uh, with my girlfriend. Nice. Um, love traveling mm -hmm. all over the place. You know, having gone from living in the U.S. and not going anywhere, it's like <laughs> mm -hmm. right. You know, visiting twenty something countries a year for work. Yep. And um, yeah, that's definitely. Nice. 
traveling, being yeah. outdoors, making beer, drinking beer. I, I, I expect life. your beer the next time we see each other. Yeah, I'm disappointed you didn't get a sample. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was. So we moved house two years ago. And it's been like this project. So the beer has been… All the brewing equipment has been packed in the ah. back of the garage. Mm. The next big project is building some cabinets and furniture for the house. Once that's done, yeah. I'll finish doing the garage. And the brewery will be set back up. And you guys will that's all it. be Season two. Next yeah. Time. Yeah. Season, Season two. Season two. Branded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shoot it in my garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Done. So. I love this. We're going to get into Q3 now. And Q3, just to give you a warning, it's probably going to be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Yeah. Yep. I don't think you've done too many hard things candidly in your life, right? I mean, clearly, no. right? Everything just, I, what I, has he done? Right? I, what have you done? I, yeah. I am super low so that I can achieve everything. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up today. Here we go. So we're going to we're gonna shoot a bunch of questions to you, each one. And uh, we'll just see how fast you can answer these, but also just how fiery you can make these answers. So I can get toxic. There we go. We can edit it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First question. I think, you know, if you had to choose one platform to post forever on, you have to choose one platform to have the Break F1 brand on, which one would YouTube. be? YouTube. Go. Easy. Uh, I'm about to show you a photo. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting photo. <laughs> For the audio listeners, this is a photo of you and Christian Horner. Uh, Going to show you. Give me a sec. Oh, he's getting nervous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know like, one already. <laughs> yeah. This is the yeah, one. The, this dubious facial. What were you guys plotting out here? He was probably like… Wouldn't have done that, mate. And I was like, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Maybe, or usually when yeah. Christian comes to talk to me, yeah. it was like, what's your plan for the session? What happened there? And that that could have been something happened during, it's like, do you know what happened? Yeah. You know, the driver probably cocked it up. That was yeah. probably… Th- that was the one. I, I don't know. I think I think that that was the kind of look, but that, right. I should have probably shaved. But yeah, that was usually him just be like, what's, how's it going? Like, what's your plan for the session? Right. But he would usually go talk to GP first yeah. if he had a chance. But if GP couldn't be found… He'd be like, I guess I'll talk to this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you nervous when he's walking over to you? Like, no. no. Okay. okay. Okay, of the social media platforms, which one would you delete? Oh, oh my god, Twitter! Oh. Twitter? No, no, Twitter. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I need that. That's yeah, you need that. Yeah, yeah it's like Twitter. I actually love you on Twitter because you you incite a lot of things, which I love. Ah. Ah. Discourse, not negativity, yeah. but discourse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's a tough one. I like all of them right now. Calculated answer there. Oh. Clubhouse is fine. It's already dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. say something. I would get rid of Instagram or Twitter probably. Oh yeah? Probably Instagram. Okay. Oh. What regulation change would you institute? For example, in the past we've seen, you know, double points in the last race. Is there something you would bring back or or add new like regulation? Oh, that's a super tough one because I never really get to… I'm just like, throw me the regs. Yeah. We'll figure them out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Oh, that's a really tough one. So they… they they need something, and I don't know exactly what it is. I don't want to lean too heavily into it, but yep. sprint qualifying format I mm-hmm. think is great, especially mm-hmm. for people to track. If you're watching mm-hmm. on TV or you're going to miss qualifying on Friday, that sucks because mm-hmm. some people have jobs that they have to yeah. do on Friday. <laughs> I can watch qualifying on Friday. Um, something around sprint qualifying to finish that and make it a little bit better. Right. I, I think that would that would be a huge improvement. But uh, cool, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it be you know you qualify for both the sprint race and the and actual, actual race yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the sprint qualifying is just an additional stint on the race with a red flag at the yeah. end which does make an anticlimax it removes the importance of qualifying and that's a little bit frustrating mm-hmm. for a lot of people mm-hmm. I get it but I think yeah. 
that's an e- low hanging fruit. I'm going for the easy wins here. Yeah, yeah. Cool. love it. Uh, which driver would you trust to drive you around the track blindfolded? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> None of them. None of them. There's a reason. <laughs> None of them. You see the video of Checo like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's like, mate, that was a barrier there. I took a bit too much curb. Yeah, yeah. Sausage curb still on the track. What are we doing? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Barrel roll. None of them. None, None of them. Okay. Oh. Uh, greatest driver of all time. Oh. I don't have an answer. There isn't one. Mm. Nice. There isn't one. Like, you can't yeah. compare it of all time. It's not even a thing. Anybody that says otherwise, yeah. you're going to have to come up with a really strong numerically based answer. That's true. Or okay. you end up coming through doing the loop and you could come to the conclusion that Nigel Mansell is half a second faster than <laughs> Nigel yeah. Mansell by comparing him to everybody could else. Could be your yeah. favorite driver of all time. Not yeah, current, yeah. past grade. Like, could be anybody. Schumacher. Cool. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Uh, if you were an F1 driver, what team would you pick to drive for? Right now? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going, going, of all time. Let's, let's put it this way. Yeah. Going into the 2023 season, yeah. I would be driving for Red Bull Red because… Bull. Strategically, they're not going to throw a whole season away. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've ended up with a pretty good layout last year. And whatever happened last year is a good indication of what's likely to happen mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Correct. Perfect. And then who would you want as a teammate? Oh, oh my God. Out of the current group. Yeah, current group. Yeah. That's least. Peak Daniel Ricardo. Hey. <laughs> you heard it, Rick. Let's go. Who would you not want as a teammate? <laughs> oh, Lance Strong. He'd push me into the... Oh, end, true, man. yeah. Remember what he was doing to Vettel? To, to oh, be yeah. fair, though, he's become very reasonable. He just has yeah. a couple of those moments every mm-hmm. now and then. We're like, what are you doing, mate? But, like, yeah. his starts are amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, the end of the season, I'm like... Yeah. Like, <laughs> three, four, five, <laughs> yeah. six positions. Yeah. 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 I, he's become pretty solid. And okay. like, not, not won't be a great, but definitely solid. Uh, yeah. But I don't think I'd want... Actually... Who would I not want as a teammate? I'm going to answer that. Fernando Alonso, the Dark Lord himself. Right. He would sabotage anything, sacrifice <laughs> children. All those sacrifices, he didn't do enough sacrifices because his reliability yeah. last season yeah. was abysmal. Oh, yeah. Mm. But you got to do the sacrifices right for them yep. to work. Well, yeah. he's going to be new, Lance's teammate. teammate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. The new Minister work. of Sacrifices yeah, yeah, yeah. was really good this year. So. Interesting. Love okay. That. Which uh, F1 team or driver do you think has the best social media presence? Like you like look at their content and are like, that's pretty good. It, it's got to be Lando and mm. some of the collabs he's doing. Mm. Or just Pierre Gasly. Yeah. Yeah. Pierre Gasly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, just Gasly He's being funny. Gasly. As far as teams, uh, Red Bull usually pretty good. But Aston Martin's yeah. socials and their YouTubes and some of the stuff they're doing and the way that they're engaging with other content creators has been excellent this year. Great. I've seen a couple they've been doing friends. a lot, all right. Yeah, and I've yeah. seen it. They've been doing a lot of work with a couple people that I know, and it's really cool seeing them embrace the future of right. content creation of where it's and going. the sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. they get it. They get it 100%. Mm, cool. Yeah. Uh, you already made a mo- uh, video on this, but what is the most over-asked question that you get? How do we get a job in F1? Yeah. It's a, but it's not, yeah. that doesn't mean it's a bad question. question. No, yeah, yeah, not it's at a, all. It's a very good question. Yeah. And there's not one answer. But there's a video on it. Yeah, there you go. Watch it, guys. <laughs> Two-parter. Best and worst thing about being a content creator? Uh, best thing is I'm my own boss. Beautiful. My own, nice. I'm my own boss as a content creator. PJs worst all thing, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I didn't come in today, I'd be wearing some very retro Xbox 360 pajamas. Should, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's vintage, no, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. No way. We'd actually have loved that. Then that's also the worst part. Because uh, you, right. you, all the deliverables and goals, um, unless you're collaborating with someone else, all the deliverables are on you. Mm-hmm. If you don't do them, you got no excuse. nobody's, nobody's going nobody's gonna to tell you off and you can make up excuses. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, funniest social media comment you've ever gotten? 
Just like something that you looked on your feed and you were like, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I've got a screenshot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's see this. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say that one. Yeah, that, yeah, was yeah. Actually, <laughs> that was actually super toxic. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> it's basically just somebody saying, uh, I failed at my job. And I have a crap podcast. Right. And I was like, I love you. Yeah, I, lo- I love that energy. <laughs> so that's that's gonna be used in promotional material. Nice. nice. Yep. Uh, I would say worst mistake people make when posting social hmm. content. Uh biggest mistake. I don't know. Really, mm-hmm. like, but for, for, there's a couple different ways to slice that. Like, if yeah. you want to grow as a creator, like, you have to offer value and mm-hmm. offer interesting context and like for me twitter has been one of the best platforms for networking not only with other creators but other enthusiasts in the space and i think uh not offering value on that so even though i take the piss very frequently (laughs) very sarcastically (laughs) if anybody knows me they know that it's not malicious i have to keep that in mind but at the same time it's like making sure to offer insights because i do a lot of analysis stuff and it's like every now and then why don't i post something about analysis stuff you know and like give give some meat and some discussion if there's a interesting thread or misconception it's like don't attack those people but yeah. be like that's interesting i've seen this a lot yeah here's some more information yeah. to fill that yeah. framework here's the other discuss side it. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly mm-hmm. and it's, it's nice. not yeah. it's literally just a framework and it's like here's some more facts but you don't have all the information still so you can make a better opinion. Exactly. Gotcha. And if you still make a bad opinion, that's on you. <laughs> Fair. Uh, what piece of F1 memorabilia would you like to own? Uh, I would love to have a Max Verstappen Barcelona 2016 helmet. Yeah. Oh, first race, classic. first win. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm. I'm going to text him right now. He's yeah. not going to give me one, but <laughs> I would. If if I had one piece, yeah. I would want that helmet. Wow. Cool. Sweet. You alluded to this briefly in Q1 or hinted towards having a moment like this, the most embarrassing moment that you've ever had. Oh, yeah. Grand Prix weekend. It, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't too yeah. bad, but yeah. Barcelona 2012, mm-hmm. Force India. It was my first race as a performance engineer and I was on race fuel duty. So I'm monitoring the fuel in and mm-hmm. out of the car every lap uh, and talking with the race engineer about the fuel strategy. I had had one, it was a little bit warm that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that Williams Garage was going to catch on fire or that Pastor Maldonado was going to win that race, but it was pretty warm anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'd had one too many of this electrolyte drink called 100 Plus. Do you know that one? Oh, I love 100 oh, Plus. Never it's, heard of it. I had this in Singapore. Is it like sugar? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in Singapore, Malaysia. Yeah. It's a good electrolyte drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, super smooth. And they were awesome. I was smashing. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the great thing I about electrolyte drinks yeah. is you really, it, like, they, they just go straight through you. Yeah. So I look over my colleague, the controls engineer on my car, I'm like, David. I'm wired. <laughs> I, 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 I cover me, bro. I got yeah. to do a runner real quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotta, no. this, the bathrooms are right out back. Right. I, well, he's like, dude, you can't leave. Yeah. Like, dude, you don't do that during a race. You do not leave your yeah. You never see the race engineer strategy be like, oh, I've got to go. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> Benato did it once last year, oh, but yeah. I think he was probably just depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm out. I, did, I, did, I, I zoomed. I ran. I was back in my seat in 45 seconds. I mean, this was a sprint. Wow. The toilet Whoa. wasn't that far away. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and that was that was no nobody found out about that. No one found out about it. No, no, no. Oh, no wow. Nobody nobody pinged me on the radio. Say, like, hey, yeah. like, how's the fuel? I'm like, 
But I had a radio on as yeah. well. So, oh, but, okay. But, okay. but it probably could have picked up though. No, yeah. but yeah, because yeah. That, that would have been they would have communicate on intercom, which right. is different from the radio broadcast. Okay. But at least if something bad happened, I would have known about it. You'd been able to be yeah. driver to race engineer would have been on the radio, and I would have heard it. it's like, oh, we're out of the race. That's yeah. great. I can <laughs> yeah. take my tire. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh man, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? I just want to fly. I'm bored. Ah, nice. No, that's fine. No, that's good. That's good. I want to fly too. Yeah. Uh, You're your own (laughs) private jet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hop on. Hop on, everybody. (laughs) What celebrity or athlete do you think would be a good fit for F1? Mm. Athlete or celebrity? Oh, that's an excellent question Mm -hmm. because I'm completely stumped. Keanu Reeves. Oh. Oh. He was at a F1. He was. Silverstone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was it the USA one he was at? Silverstone. Yeah. Oh, I, he, I think yeah, he's yeah. might have been at a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves. Because he's, he's a gearhead himself. Yeah, he uh, is. And a pretty interesting dude. So I think Keanu. It's a good answer. Next yeah. John Wick movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On the track. <laughs> the track. They basically have taken an episode out of modern, the new Modern Warfare game yeah. at the Singapore circuit, which isn't which isn't Marina Bay Sands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just exactly that circuit. I hate that map. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was your favorite. It's my favorite, but then like, I the first time I played it, I actually went on the track and the cars can actually <laughs> oh, kill yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you like, get more like, 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 no. Bye, Swish. Share your prediction for the upcoming F1 season. I think I know where this is going, but constructors, drivers, who do you think is going to win? I think we're going to see the top three the same as last season. I think mm-hmm. the gaps will be closer. Right. I think McLaren will... Uh, to Alpine. Mm. It's interesting, despite Alonso being quite unlucky, mm-hmm. I don't see Williams moving off of the back. I. It'll be also interesting to see if Alpha Tauri can get off of mm-hmm. basically the back row yeah. in terms of performance. And the rest of the, the, you know, the midfield team, it's up in the air for me. I think right. Max has got another World Drivers' Championship in the bag mm-hmm. if the car is good. I don't see Mercedes closing the gap all the way. And Ferrari? Um... <sighs> They said chaos, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. More the same, I think. Mm. But my guess is going to be by. I don't think they'll be. They'll be under a lot of pressure, pressure to, to fix those issues. Yeah. Yep. That might affect the drivers. So you never know how it's going to. Yeah, go to exactly. Mm. Exactly. And like, or the drivers will be impacted on all mm-hmm. the pressure on the teams doing the operational stuff. I, I think it's one, two, three will be the same. Uh, probably McLaren stepping into fourth. I do not see McLaren closing the gap to Mercedes. Cool. Yeah. All right, last question. Last question. You're writing an autobiography on your life. Which of these resonate with you? The dream catcher, (laughs) the free spirit, or the hardest worker? Dream catcher. Nice. I'm not the hardest worker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a free spirit. I'm a slave to the word. (laughs) You crushed it. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Great job, Blake. Um, And thank you again for coming on. We we ask every single one of our guests, you know, at the very beginning, describe your career in 30 seconds. At the very end, you know, we'd like you to describe kind of how you want to be remembered. What do you want your legacy to be in 30 seconds? I know it's a deep question, but yeah. How do you want to be remembered? It would be nice to just to have more of those people who are like, I got into Formula One or engineering because yeah. of you. Mm. That's it. I think that's really it. It's like, if that's something I can pass on and other people like, because I see those things in those moments in my past that got me excited about stuff. Yep. And if there's some people that weren't into something and they're like, you, you changed the game for me on this, mm. that would be worthwhile. Don't Great. need money, don't need cash. Yep. Just need to pay my mortgage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe have a nice mortgage food in the table. Exactly. Oh, yeah, nice yeah, yeah. every now and then. Oh. Amazing. And where can people find you on social media? So, yep. uh, Instagram and Twitter is break with three R's, B-R-R-R-A-K-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also twitch.tv nice. front slash break. 
And then everything else will be Blake F1. Awesome. And we will link everything, guys, in the show description. Feel free to go and check Blake out. I I think this episode sums you up so well. Like the fact that you have a wealth of knowledge, but you're willing to even go the extra mile to like simplify certain things and like describe things very carefully. It's incredible. So thank you again for coming on. Guys, if you haven't checked out our other episodes, please go and do that. You can check it out on tracklimitspod.com. Go and follow us on social media and we will see you guys in the next episode.